From Korea, I'm Amira Jiwa. And I'm Duncan Griffiths Nakanishi. And welcome to Korea's Workshop Podcast. Every two weeks, Workshop breaks down one essential business topic and explains how it could be useful for you. Our goal is to get you just the right amount of info to help you apply whatever we're talking about to what you're working on. I'll be speaking to experts with practical tips and founders with relevant experience. And I'll be explaining essential terms and summarizing the key takeaways at the end of the show. This week, we're covering an essential marketing channel that can have higher conversion rates than email or social. Referral marketing, more simply known as word of mouth, is one of the most effective ways for a business to acquire new customers. Though it can happen organically, brands that hit the nail on the head when it comes to word of mouth actively and intentionally get customers talking about their product. Most people don't think that much about their energy. They don't think that much about their energy provider. In order to switch people to renewable energy, we had to provide opportunities for them to think about it. If you've got people who love your product, I can't imagine a reason why they wouldn't tell somebody, especially if it's in a non-spammy kind of friendly way where they truly believe their friend will get value out of your product. So start asking, essentially. Before we get into a couple of case studies from Bulb and Finimize, two companies whose growth relied heavily on referral programs, here's Andy Coburn, founder of referral platform Mention Me. Andy's going to give us the what, when, why, and how of word of mouth. Yeah, so referral marketing is all about going out to your existing customers and asking them to bring in their friends as new customers. And that effectively is the best possible way you could bring in a new customer to your business because it's bringing in your best customers, best friends. Often referral marketing also includes incentives. And so often a customer may be offered money off or cashback or whatever for introducing their friend and their friend will get an introductory offer. So from our perspective, referral really should be at the heart of any marketing mix. The greatest asset that any company has is their customers. And that is where growth should start from. So if you treat your customers right and provide a product or service that your customers love, you should be able to effectively grow from doing a great job for your customers. And referral is really about doing that. Okay. So assuming, you know, you've got a product or service that people love, how do you get people talking about it? When it comes to referral, what's really happening is one person is trying to influence another. And so in the middle of that is social psychology. And so when you're trying to get referral to work, you're really trying to solve for that social psychology. And you are trying to figure out how you can make your customer want to share with their friend. If a customer perceives any social risk that they will look bad in front of their friends for sharing your brand or sharing the offer, then they just will not share it. So you need to avoid any social risk. And then to make referral really fly for your business, you need to harness social capital, which is a fleeting way of saying that you need to make your customers feel like they will look good in front of their friends. And if they feel like they will look good in front of their friends, either because they want to be associated with your brand or you're doing something new or what they're sharing will be helpful to their friends, then referral will really take off. And what's an example of a brand that's cracked this idea of avoiding social risk and instead creating social capital for its customers? Uber, when it was initially starting, got more than 50% of its new customers through referral. You know, people wanted to share Uber because it was helping their friends out. It was getting them a free taxi ride at the end of the night. They were associated with something that was new and innovative. And Uber managed the customer journey really well because people had a code in their app. So at the end of the night, when people were waiting for taxi, people could just put out their phone, give their friends the 10 pounds off so their friends got a free taxi ride home. And so it was solving for a specific need at the right time. And so that's kind of the holy grail, you know, like you're you're really helping your existing customers look good in front of their friends by sharing something that has value to their friends. 
at what point in a customer journey should, you know, the brand introduce the suggestion to tell a friend about the product? Quite often referral falls flat because an online business might just put it in the footer of their homepage and expect people to go and find that link and click on it and share. The reality is that when you're promoting referral and asking people to share your brand, you want to be as close to a point of delight as possible. So within the customer journey with your brand, customers will have points when they are ecstatic, they'll have points where they're, you know, waiting for their product and just mapping out the journey and understanding where your customers are happiest and then always asking them to refer at those points. And once you've figured out when and where you want to promote the referral program, how do you actually set one up and manage it, you know, on the back end? There's a full spectrum of ways of doing referral from tracking it in spreadsheets through to building it yourself, through to using relatively thin referral widgets to using more sophisticated solutions like MentionMe. And in the early days, I would keep it as simple as possible. So if you can do testing using spreadsheets while you've got relatively low volumes, that makes sense. There are plenty of relatively simple widgets where you can also get started. Time for the first definition. A widget is like a miniature version of an app, a graphic element that can be embedded into existing platforms you use to collect and display useful data. When you get bigger and more sophisticated, it really is about figuring out what message to serve to which customer at which time that is going to make them most likely to refer. And so that's where the more sophisticated platforms like us come in. What should the business owners and operators listening in keep in mind as they work to build a referral program that, you know, really resonates with their customers? It's about figuring out what people want to say about your brand, which might sound obvious, but actually, you know, the unique selling points that really resonate to your customers and convince your customers are what they want to be going to their friend with. And often customers like struggle to articulate that or to think about it. So the brand needs to do the work to understand what really matters to their customers so that when they ask someone to refer, they can say, and you know, put it in this way, because if that resonated to you, it's likely to resonate to your friend. And then you make it really easy for your customers to go out and have the right conversations. Now, let's hear from a couple of brands that really got referrals to work. First up, here's Russell Davies from Bulb, the UK's largest renewable energy company. Until recently, Bulb was one of the fastest growing companies in the UK and its well-known referral program was a key contributing factor to that speedy growth. The program's pretty simple, which I think is part of why it works. If you're a Bulb member, you can refer someone else to Bulb. You have a unique web link which you can send them or share with them. If that friend or family member signs up, we give you £50 and we give the new member £50. What has been the value of referral marketing for Bulb? In effect, you're spending marketing money, I mean, money that you might otherwise spend, you know, with Facebook or with the media company, but you're giving that money to your members. And that felt like a better thing to do with marketing cash is like if you can give it back to your customers, that's a better thing to do than than to give it to a media organization. So it kind of worked from that point of view. It's like our favorite source of acquisition. I mean, just in terms of efficiency, it sort of drives itself, as it were, like conversation and word of mouth is doing the work. It feels like members are joining because they've genuinely been recommended to join. They're not just switching because it's the cheapest price or for some other reason. It feels like it's a more considered switch, as it were. From that point of view, the members that join us through referral are great customers to have. Members who refer or members who join us through referral, they stay with us longer. They're happier as members. They kind of like us more. You know, and what do you think about your program really resonated with customers? 
large round numbers are very motivating to people. You know, it kind of just works as a simple mechanic for how to have a conversation. But we're also always keen to make sure that we don't just talk to people about the cash. It's also about the impact you can have by switching to a green energy provider and the conversation around it. It's not supposed to be like some kind of get rich quick scheme. It is genuinely, I like this company. You're thinking about switching energy provider. Why don't you try this? It's supposed to be that rather than anything else. Renewable energy is a thing that people, particularly at the time, were keen to talk about, keen to share. It felt like a conversation that people were happy to have. Okay, so your program's great for your customers. How did you set up on the back end, you know, to make it work for your business as well? Because we had a good grip on our kind of unit economics, we were able to be relatively generous with the scheme early on. Hey, I'm back. Unit economics is a way of working out whether each individual unit, in this case, acquired customer, is profitable for your business and by how much. We sort of roll our own program. We run all the technology ourselves. And some of that is just to make, again, to make it as simple as possible for members. It's incredibly easy to do. That means we do quite a lot of work on the back end to make that easy for people. But it also means that we know sort of minute to minute how well it's working, what is working, what isn't working, all that kind of stuff. So so that's quite important. Now, here's Matt, who leads growth at Finimize, the company behind a set of tools that help people become more financially literate and grow their wealth. Finimize is most well known for its daily newsletter, which now has over a million subscribers. Here's Matt on how they made referrals work. We very much grew through organic and word of mouth. I think in the beginning it was very much organic word of mouth and then we introduced a referral program. You know, a company's gonna grow and you're gonna get your best acquisition costs and you're gonna get your best engagement from the people that are referred. Acquisition cost refers to the costs and resources incurred to bring in an additional customer. I would say most of our newsletter growth still today, we don't really do any paid marketing on it. We do that on the mobile app side, but on the newsletter, it's very much about organic and word of mouth. Can you speak a little bit more, you know, to the value of that referred customer? And so one thing we've definitely found, and you should see, I think most people see this, is users who are referred should have a much higher level of engagement. And so I know for us, their email open rates will be above 40%, 40-45%. And so like well above the industry standard and much typically better than people from other sources or pay channels, etc. as well, or organic sign up. So I would definitely understand that your referred users should be much more engaged and hopefully they should have a longer lifetime value and, and be more involved in your product. And therefore you might be able to spend a bit more of them. You might be able to encourage them more. It should be worthwhile the effort. And how do you go about, you know, setting the right incentives for customers, you know, ones that really encourage referrals? Really tie your reward mechanism or your referral program to your product. Super important. So I think we could all go out there and give away £10 for free and people would tell their friends. It's pretty easy. But you need those people and people that you're paying for and time in or effort in to really be involved in your product. So. I guess we you know, give away kind of brand items, we give you an extra newsletter, we give you swag to do with Finomize, and so it really creates a personal brand connection. It gets people who really love Finomize to share it, and they really feel part of the brand. I think you see other you know, e-commerce people are more likely to give you discounts off their product. People like Airbnb give you discounts off booking a room. So it's all very tied to the product. It's about using their product and engaging with it, and I think that is really key. And what's the way to manage rewards on the back end? So I know, you know, at Finimize, you have a tiered reward system that would be really tough to track manually, I imagine. 
So I think there's a, a number of referral marketing platforms out there. We kind of started out on a platform called Kickoff Labs, which is kind of a really simple referral marketing tool. A lot of these tools will generate you a, li a little kind of short identify unique code per person and they'll track it and a lot of them do the kind of verification or anti-fraud technology for you. We very much now have a mix of kind of custom tools we've built on our website, so your own dashboard. We then obviously utilize a lot of the kind of technology of our email provider, which you sail through. So there's a lot of things you can do to conditionally show people the next reward. And um, you can obviously show their referral counter in the email, which is very important. And then we also have the kind of anti-fraud and email verification tools as well. So I think you can always start with a platform that kind of offers you everything. And then as you grow and the need to experiment and to test and develop your platform, you then will probably need to kind of bridge out. Any tips on, you know, testing and optimizing the program once it's been set up? What's worked, you know, really well for you at Finimize? We would test what shows at the bottom of the newsletter every day, the message that accompanies with it, the images of the rewards. Some of the simple things, is it better to show you all of the rewards you can get at every stage in the referral program, or is it better just to show you the next one? We did a lot with design. I think not enough people do this. So we very much tested with highly designed email work better than just a kind of a text-based email. We also tested who it should come from. I don't know if a lot of people do that and the time it should be sent, but really a plain text email, just saying hi, keeping it personal and keep it to the point. We don't need to write essays here. We don't need to tell them why referring, everybody knows why referring a friend is gonna help us. Keep it to the point, kind of have the ask and tell them what's in it for them essentially. Finally, any you know last words of wisdom for those listening who want to build a really strong program? A great referral program or great word of mouth starts with the product. And I think if you read anywhere about referral marketing, they should say this, nobody's going to refer a product that isn't great and they don't love. There's been some great examples. I think if you have a physical product, you can become a talking point. I think people like Monzo did this amazing by having like a coral card. I remember when Monzo went around London and everyone was just amazed there was a bank card that was kind of this bright pinkish color. Crazy word of mouth. I think one of the best ones was probably somewhere like Coca-Cola. Do you remember they did the names on the bottle? Probably the best referral marketing you've ever seen in your life. Loads of people going to buy an extra bottle of Coke just to take it home and tell someone their name was on it. But those are some really cool concepts. So if you have a physical product or if you're a tech brand that you can create these magical experiences, then you can also really create this word of mouth experience. So not just focus on a kind of incentivized referral program, which is great to, you know, track, measure, experiment, and, and probably will be the core of driving, but also remember create magical experiences that people want to talk about is a really great thing as well. Lots of great insights and advice there from Andy, Russell, and Matt. Thanks to all of them for joining us. Now, here's Duncan with key takeaways from today's show. Number one, the basis of any successful referral program is having a product that people want to talk about and guiding your customers to that conversation. Number two, Referred customers are likely to become some of your most engaged and valuable. Number three, there are lots of tech options for building a referral program on the back end. Start simple and opt into more advanced solutions as you scale. And number four, experimenting is a big part of the referral process. Be that incentive offered, the channel you use to communicate with your customers, or even the language you use. If you're looking for even more on referral marketing, check out the newsletter running in sync with this podcast or our step-by-step -step guide to setting up your own program on the workshop website. All of that can be found at the workshop home, which is at mailchimp.com slash courier slash workshop. And that's it for today. If you have any ideas or feedback for us, get in touch at workshop at couriermedia.co. We'll be back in two weeks with another edition of Workshop.